Our best defense has been social distancing. No handshaking, staying home when you're sick, washing your hands frequently. Did you wash your hands? Welcome to a special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. As we continue to deal with the coronavirus pandemic that has affected the world over, your hosts, Alvin and Edmund, will be joined by medical professionals that will keep you informed, safe, and healthy inside and out. And now, here are your hosts, Alvin and Edmund. How doing? How y'all doing? This is Alvin. And Edmund. Here on the Old Fashioned Health Show on The Real 1100. Where what meets what? That's not our show today. That's oh. this is this is this is medical update today. But well, fashion meets health is on Fridays. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, how you feeling? I'm doing good, man. The sun is shining. Yes, it, it is. Beautiful outside. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. It, it feel like we in Florida. <laughs> he would say so. Like we got a tank top on today. You know, so I'm just ready for the sun. I'm trying, I'm trying to get a little color to me. Ready. That is not me, y'all. The popular, like, it's a lot of people traveling. That's the destination getting to Florida right now, right? Oh, yeah. Everybody's going. It, spring break was last week, right? Well, <clears> and on, then they had bike week uh, the week before, week after that. They had bike week in Daytona. So so they had spring break last week. They had uh, bike week the week just prior week. Okay. And then I think it should be. The 500 should be coming up next. Okay. The Indianapolis, uh, the 500 motor speedways. And, and, okay, all right. And does not mean you still should not wear your mask. No, you no, no, not, not at all. I mean, yeah, definitely you, gotta, you wanna, you wanna do that. But I'm yeah. just saying as far as, you know, people traveling there and trying to get there and that um, Are you taking any trips soon? <clears throat> I have not scheduled anything. That uh, wasn't part of your joy today? No, definitely not. My, okay. listen, you know, I can take a trip, right, <laughs> without going anywhere. <laughs> but no, um, I am excited when we do get back to the point to where we are able to travel. Yeah, there's been some me too. some vacations I've had to, you know, like everyone else had to put off. You know, right. even more recently, being asked, it's like, no, I don't think right now is just the time to do that. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, so you got to find other ways of creating an adventure. Look, lately I've been staying up so late trying to get so much stuff done. Last night it was the rain was amazing. It was raining so hard. It was raining so hard. You didn't hear it. It was two o'clock in the morning. I, I, at that point in time, I actually had because I was, was trying to catch up from rest from the previous weekend of working. So mm-mm, yeah, mm-mm, nah, I was knocked was, out at that time. So a couple of things is in the news. Um, uh, I'm um, the shooting that they had. Uh, the Asian community it appeared to be the Asian community uh, focused. Mm-hmm. But the gentleman said he did it because he was it was a sexual addiction is the reason why he killed people because he was having a bad day. Yeah. And his his parent his family members was the one that turned him in. I, I heard that on the news as well. So, and it's like <clears throat> how how do you even begin to attempt to rationalize something like that and associate it with Well, you don't you try because it ain't gonna work for you. Uh, no, that's leave that one alone. I'm gonna let the people that that's they already know that. it ain't gonna work i mean and then for the asian community if you all know any any people or you see people that's asian and you see something going on y'all say something about it because they just in the in the according to the news the reason why they're doing this some of them are blaming the asian community because they say that's where the coronavirus started from and so they're blaming people that's from asia and want to make them make them be the reason for the coronavirus i mean People just come up with all kinds of things. Don't nobody even know where that coronavirus came from. They don't know if it came up in the backfields or you know what? outside in the kitchen or where it came. Everybody got a theory, but don't nobody really know. It's, it's, you know, Here's my thing. If you wasn't there, you don't know. I don't know where it came from. I just know. Um, Regardless of where it comes from, you 
putting an association with a particular person visually that you don't even know is something. That's that's nope. not a being through that and and our people and how we've had to go through that, still going through that. I mean, mm -hmm. you associate an understanding, you know, with that. So regardless of who, what, when, where, why, the whole nine, it's like, you know, sometimes when you see something that's just not right, you got to, you know, say something mm -hmm. about it, step up, you know, especially when the like bully type situation. <clears throat> they dealing with older people pushing and stuff them down like for that. No reason at all. Pushing them out in front of push the right one. Like, oh we, yeah. <laughs> you and that, and somebody gonna be out there with that camera, and when they come out with it, you been watched too many movies. Who? No, I haven't watched. <laughs> enough. I watched all those when I was younger. Mm. Now make them. Okay. Uh, and also uh, was I noticed something else was in the news that I meant to bring to. Uh, oh, so I know this is a little early. But to all of the people that uh, may not think your vote count, do you know the Republicans are actively doing all they can to suppress voting? That's what get me. You can see them trying to suppress the vote and still think your vote don't count. Now, they're trying to take it away from you. It's like, you still think it don't count, huh? But anyway, so that's stuff in the news. Uh, but, you know, uh, and they're saying that the coronavirus numbers are going down. But then they said there's a, another uh, strand yeah. that's located in you have another variant that just popped. It's in the states now because I know it's. In well, we'll the, talk to the doctors about that today. And and yeah, yeah. And, and <clears throat> find Dr. Out. Hines, yeah, she said I talked to her today, so she's gonna be calling in, so we're gonna find out. And Doctor, uh, not sure, Doctor Alexander, I guess should be calling in today. Not certain for sure okay. if he is or not. But <clears throat> so these are the things. Uh, have you had your shot yet? You. Uh, <laughs> I'm just asking. I ain't had mine yet. I'm just asking. <laughs> I, we haven't uh, they, they haven't gotten to that portion of the of the uh, line yet you know it's the Alphabet older people and stuff and uh, everybody who's on the list of important so hopefully eventually I'll become important enough to mm. get to that point to make the offer at least <laughs> that's why I don't like <clears throat> streaming live because y'all should see the facial expression what, what is next at you're drinking water water's good for you oh god stay hydrated DJ 9D what's going on <laughs> Where you going anyway? Why you acting all like that today? He got the basketball jersey on, right. the guns out. I'm right. just trying to absorb the vitamin D, that's all. Well, you go to get outside and get some of that. Yeah. <laughs> I know congratulations in order, but we'll do that off the air for you. What? What you tell me about your growth and what you're trying oh, to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, about yeah, most definitely. Yeah, most so definitely. I want to get, I'm really proud of you. I really am. This man has jumped. You know how you take leaps and bounds? Y'all, yeah. he's taking a big old leap. Okay. I'm gonna let him tell that on his own. I'm not gonna tell y'all. Yes, like, sir. But yes, I'm, sir. I, I am proud of you. Good man. stuff. You, good you stuff. Really, really. I'm talking. He's taking big leaps. <laughs> really big it, leaps. And I asked him how long it's gonna be before he take the biggest leap. He told me next month, but I think he's already started on it. Um, but it's okay. You should listen. Hey, hey. I'm. Uh, do keep keep piece growing by piece. Yeah, but step but, at you, time. but you are growing big, and you got a great support group people that have already been there done that yes, and in fact if i've just done nothing but struck the uh fire or the fuel in you then you just go you just go Most like definitely. go 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 so i told jerry the other day i said just because folks don't live in the same house don't mean name family oh yeah. oh yeah oh yeah you know so i am proud of you so just because you i'm waiting on your next i'm waiting on the next creation <laughs> I'm waiting on the next creation that you're working on. I know you're gonna. I know you're gonna kill it. Most definitely. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. So uh, we usually start our show off with the Black National Anthem, and then after which Dr. Alexander may be calling. But if not, we have a great lineup of songs. I've already turned mine. You've already mm -hmm. turned them in. I got some good ones. I have one song, 
in mind right now. But of course, I'll come up with something else as we listen to the vibrations of the. the you mean the sunlight didn't, didn't encourage you? Oh, it encouraged me. But see, the song selection that I was listening to actually, you probably wouldn't have that much of an appreciation for it. So I need to redirect. You know that, that song? That I love music. Any kind of music. Sweet, sweet music. You I say that, and music. then I play that, and then you have an issue with that, and that'll just, be a song that I feel really. So we we're not gonna we're not gonna entertain those because if you if you the insult music, my, my my musical selection, you, the only of my, music that I do not like is probably, and maybe because they hadn't made a better version of some of it is old old country music back in the day when there were not that many black people singing country them old in in what i left my man and left my in carolina all that kind wait of a minute now no. see the, the music you can't pick and choose but it depends like on that no i'm gonna tell you the, the reason why i say that because music if you agree has a message right always okay it should. so if your message is a message that of one that that just does not resonate well and it's a negative version and that's what they what was negative you ever listen? You ever watch Hee Haw? Yes, I, I actually my grandmother watched that, and we we watched that. What about it? Did you like that music? Don't you don't remember? Because I'm not enough, but Minnie, all you remember is Minnie Pearl with that. Minnie Pearl with and that, hold with, on, and and the guy with the banjo. I didn't like that. They played them same songs back when uh, they had to. Um, but listen, listen to what you're saying. How does music resonate with you? It depends on the message. Okay, so yours is the message. Mm -hmm. Um. Where it's coming from, and then the element of time that it's being related plays a large part of it too. So if you didn't, I think they played those at lynchings. I'm not sure. How did you? Have <laughs> you ever been to one? <laughs> I hope never to be at one. But, but hey, all jokes aside, I inadvertently uh, tend to not the not the lynching part. Don't let your face right there. See, folks don't even let you finish your story. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure the listeners was like it was. It was. It was a. It was a parade that had to be explained to me as a as a as a child the understanding of what was taking place there. I seen the Ku Klux Klan march up and down the street. They called it a parade, but that wasn't what it was. <laughs> I ain't seen no band, no black band, no HBC. We were talking about banjo on the television <laughs> show with Hee Haw. You said the musical association. Mm -hmm. Now, unless you actually. You're not going to revisit yeah, it. Yeah, yes, I, I can't wait to get back. You know how I'm all about my people. Yes. Well, yeah, all right. I'm, about my, I'm about that too. Don't, don't. But I don't. like to start the fight, though. See, you, I, you, you, I, be see, trying to, you be trying to. I come to be from like, a different perspective on just. He be trying to keep me calm. No, let's just take it you, to the grave. If you, you know? want to get buck wild and get out and do your. Do you. I'm just saying, sometimes just an understanding of, especially when you like music. And, and art uh -huh. and fashion, like in that element, it's like when it's coming from a, a place of. Um, what fashion did they have on here? What kind? Ruffles, lots of them, and plaids and, and doilies and all that stuff that you would see in your grandmother's house. Okay, but I ain't seen the black people on here. And, 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 no and I tell you what, many, I saw them wearing some lace in the kitchen. And many, many, huh? I saw them wearing lace in the kitchen. You're talking about mama's on. house. Uh -uh, I'm Did you back. watch Mama's House? <laughs> Come on, let's start the show, y'all. This is Al <laughs> and Edmund on oh, the real 1100. <laughs>
by myself anymore. So I invited some of my dear friends to help me sing about freedom and cause it to ring.
This is fashion designer Edmund Newton. I'd like to tell you about Enmask.com. Enmask.com is my only source for non-surgical cloth masks. I've teamed up with Enmask.com to create and design a collection of limited edition masks. These masks are washable, reusable, breathable, and most importantly, fashionable. Shop online now at Enmask.com. That's E-N-M-A-S-K-S.com for quality masks made in America. Just for Pets Wellness Center reminds old-fashioned health listeners and pet owners to never leave pets unattended inside a parked vehicle, not even for a quick errand. Temperatures can rise to dangerous levels fast. Visit our website for more information at www.just4petsfl.vet or give us a call at 239-270-5721. All right, all right, all right. We're back. We're this back, is everybody. Alvin and Edmund. You don't know Old Fashioned Health Show on the Real Eleven Hundred. I told my uh, co-host we're gonna revisit, but we're gonna revisit it after the after the next uh, segment uh, that we were talking about. But we have Doctor Alexander, I believe, that's here on the line with us. Doc, how you doing? Oh, it's a beautiful day. You know, uh, last night was something else, fellas. How y'all doing? Y'all doing all right? Yeah, we're doing hey, all right, great. Doc. What, How you what, doing? What happened last, how you just going to drop that off like that, Doc? What happened last night? The, the shooting? Well, you know, okay. Well, oh, no. Night. We're not even gonna, no. I'm not going to go there, man, because oh. that's, that's, that's the mental health stuff there, man. Yeah, I mean, we're going to let know, Dr. Hines handle that. You know, and, that one. Okay. You know what? We could talk about that, too. I no, mean, no, no, Doc. That, you, not, no, no. That's really my segment. You were strongly feeling something. Go ahead. I don't want to change. I don't want to alter that. No, no. Keep on the on the energy and the frequency you was on about what you wanted to speak on. Don't let my co-host. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. Because no, that, that, that takes me to a whole other place, no, man. And, no. and, and the, and the I, racism <laughs> of, of the media, how they put this dude down. I saw from the beginning when they were doing the shootings, it really upset me that all they talked about was the hoodie he was wearing, and they never did say that they was looking for a white male. But, Doc, then, let me ask you this. Let me wait, wait, Doc, before you get started. Now, I'm going to tell you. Yeah, all right. So, so let, let me get to something else here. Okay. Yeah, so, but, but so, you know, I'm going to tell you this before I, you get started. This is the thing that I understand. This uh, is not the first time. It won't be the last time. Anytime something like this happens, it's always the same way. So I'm never, I'm like, I'm, I'm not, I don't even listen for them to do anything different because they always do the same thing. It's the same thing when they did the, when they, the guy went to the church and killed the people in Carolina. I'm like, Right. Why, 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 why am I upset about the same thing that I keep saying over and over? I can't let you take me to 10 every incident because if you do, it's going to be every other week. I'm going to be on 10. I'm not doing that. I already know what to expect because this is what they do. You see what but, I'm saying? But your alertness got to be on 10 because you got to know what's going out there because when you see somebody who just goes out and does this right. and then they didn't even put this as a racist act. They don't this never guy, do that. What they're trying to do is say it was a sex act, but that's not what they were first reporting. They were first reporting that this was a racist act, that he went after these people of this nationality. Mm -hmm. And if it was just something that was going on inside of the spas, it was just something that was going on inside the spas where he was afraid he might get sex or have sex or whatever. That's what, that's what they're saying now, that, that, that he, he wanted to cleanse everybody. Okay, If it was just that, he wouldn't have shot the people outside the spa who had nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I'm okay. not surprised. I, I mean, Doc, I'm telling you, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm trying to. What my point is, I, this is nothing new. The way they always report stuff, the same exact same way. We had the same conversation. Well, why they didn't do this? They went. He came to church and prayed for it, but they didn't want to say this is what racist act. I, I can't keep going there because I already know this. What they're gonna do? Well, and here's another thing. Okay, <laughs> oh, you're killing me. Okay, this is another thing. They had a young man the other day. 
and they shot him down. I forgot what state it was in. They shot him. They said he was in the car, and and the police didn't know if he was trying to hit him or something. He was in his car. He was actually mm-hmm. driving on the right hand side. He was trying to avoid them. They right. shot him down in his car. He was unarmed. The whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah. This dude was armed. Shot all these people. Did you know they captured him? Yeah, captured them alive too. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they brought him on in. He's armed and dangerous. He done shot all these people, killed eight people, and they're able to bring him in. But a young brother in a car. Mm who was not even going at them. The, the, the body cams show that he went around them. They shot him down. Yep, just like they did the guy in Carolina. That I mean, uh, the um, in, I, I forgot where he was, the, the young guy that cut, carried the assault r- rifle, shot the people, walked right by the police, hands up, and they didn't even do anything to him. So that's what right. I'm saying. It's no different. This guy had a, uh, an assault uh, weapon hanging on his shoulder like he was in the military, yeah. walked right by the police. They just shot somebody, and they yelling at him, stop him, stop him. They didn't do anything to him. They right. took the other guy that killed the people in Carolina out to eat some eat uh, before they took before him to the took- Yeah, so what's more alarming than the stuff they've already done in the past? It's the same stuff. And and if you don't think this this messes with your mental health and that, you know, you don't know how to react in situations, if, if people don't understand that, 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 you know, the, the people who are being uh, hunted at some point are saying, I'm not sure what they're going to do to me. You know, this is real, because if you don't start treating everybody like human beings, you don't treat some people like human beings, then you got you got chaos on your hand. You got chaos. And, right. and, and that there's serious mental strain going on, because I don't know if I get stopped. You know, I'm afraid. I, I want to get a gun. I'm afraid to have a gun yeah. because I'm not. I'm afraid that if they stop me and I don't feel right in the situation, that I'm going to protect myself before they they take me out. Yeah. And that is that's serious. That's that's a serious thought process. So right now, I don't have a weapon. Yeah. Well, I don't either for for a lot of different reasons. I don't do well stuff like that. But all right, Doc, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> let's go to what you were going to talk about about the allergies and stuff. I think is what uh, Jerry was saying you was gonna talk about. Yeah. So just just like we just talking about this situation, you, know, you have to be prepared for what's going on out there. You know what? Last night, you know, I'm looking at these storms coming through. You know, it's a beautiful thing. You know, dangerous, dangerous, but beautiful thing at, at, at how God put all this thing together. You know, and then I got up this morning. And and the storms are still going, and I had to go out to work, and I'm watching this rain, and I was thinking about the pollen, how it was last week. Mm-hmm. And the pollen counts were really going up and everything, and all of a sudden I'm like, wow, we're getting a cleansing, you know? Yeah. It's just like the air is clean, the the the, uh, the water is just washing everything out. Atlanta is getting a serious cleansing right now, which was, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, I said, okay, so what happens afterwards? Well, now, you know, all these everybody who has um, challenges with allergies, it's going to come back and it's going to come with a vengeance. Mm. And and how do we get ready ready for this, right? Mm-hmm. Well, um, you know, of course, we have all these commercials on television, and it talks about, you know, what you need to do in order to take care of allergies, you know, uh, with using these medications and things. And I will say that uh, I have had to use some in the past when uh, things got really out of hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would get headaches and that kind of thing. And if I took, like, uh, one of the, um, the Claritin or Allegra or something like that, something that didn't make me sleepy, um, it worked. And then there was uh, a year where I was having real, real problems. I had to use something like Zyrtec. It was much stronger, even some Benadryl to get through. But then you find yourself, you know, being sleepy and tired and mm-hmm. allergies themselves can make you feel sleepy and tired. Right. So, so, you know, what do you do? Well, naturally, believe it or not, and I know you guys probably know this, but not maybe all our listeners know this. Naturally, if you obtain 
honey, raw honey, <laughs> from the area in which you live, mm-hmm. and you start taking it. Now, you do have to take it for a while because it stimulates the body slowly over a period of time. Mm-hmm. You will actually, it'll almost be like taking allergy shots, mm-hmm. where you start to get an immunity against the allergens in your area. Right. Then once you've done that, you can take it to the next level, and they're just now starting to find this out. You can take it to the next level and get some honey from some other areas. Mm. So I get honey from Florida, um, and one of the things about the honey from Florida, man, it, it, it is so sweet. They call it orange blossom, mm. and I guess it's, it's from the orange blossoms. It is so sweet and so orangey. It is just wonderful. So I like getting that, and then I get several different ones. There's a honey farm that I go to, a real big one uh, in Douglasville. I go to them, and they, they have several different types of honey. And then throughout the year, I'm taking that. And I have not had the problems with allergies that I've had in the past. But now I will tell you this. Now, this is just from a personal side. I can't say that, that, that there's any studies on this. From a personal side, that if I ingest, even if I'm doing the honey, if I ingest a lot of sugar, mm-hmm. I'll start to get more symptoms where my nose might start to get a little runny or I'll start to get a headache or something like that. And, and so I think that sugar, you know, we've always talked about how sugar can affect the immune system. I think it does affect the body's, the body's ability to be able to deal with those allergens as well. And then, you know, we'll take it even a step further. The same things that we talked about doing for COVID to boost your immune system, okay, making sure that, your hormones are also um, in a good range. That means that for men and women, that your testosterone is in the right area, that your estrogen is in the right area, that your vitamin D, here it comes again, D. Mm -hmm. We're talking about immune system. We're talking about allergies as well, not just COVID. Um, Zinc, mm, maybe not as important, but your selenium might be important, your magnesium. So taking a multivitamin, that all helps. Now, if those things at this point, if you're behind the eight ball on that and you, you're a little bit behind things, then you may want to start doing something that will allow you to be able to um, immediately tend to those allergens because your body may not be um, conditioned to fight. And so you may need some medications. And so using the Claritin and the Allegra, those are non-sedating um, antihistamines that you can take. Benadryl can make you sleepy, so we've got to be careful because you can be driving, and if you're driving long distance, you may get tired all of a sudden, right. and you may start falling asleep. Right. Uh, Zyrtec can do the same thing. And, and I will also tell you, do not double up on, go more than what the suggested amount is of these medications. Some years ago, there was an allergy medication called Hismanol. Very, very, very tiny. Mm-hmm. It was smaller. If people who take Claritin have seen the Claritin tablet, it is very tiny. Well, his manol was even smaller than that, and it was very, very effective if you took one. But if you took two, it could kill you. Really? And a, a woman actually died from it, and then they started having all kinds of reactions with cardiac problems and all that kind of stuff, and they finally took it off the market. But it took them about 10 years to realize that this medication was causing problems and where the problems were coming from. So do not double up on your your allergy medicine there is one you can double up on i'm not going to tell you which one but you if, if you know you talk to your doctor then and your doctor says it's okay there is one that's out there only one the rest of them may be detrimental to you and could probably kill you mm-hmm. so do not double up on your medications the next thing you can take is is an inhaled steroid which will slow down the allergic reaction directly in the nose 
And so that is, one of them is called Flonase. The other one is Beconase. So you got a lot of those that are out there um, that you can use, and they're not dangerous. Um, they don't get absorbed into the body as much because you are just putting a couple sprays in the nose, but it can help to control those symptoms a bit. Okay. Um, there's another one called Chromalin. Now, Chromalin, they do have a nasal spray. They also use it for um, asthmatics. And Chromalin, it, it does have to build up in the system. So you got to use it every single day for about a month before it gives you enough uh, immunity. And what it does is there's a, an, an allergic cell called a mast cell, and it kind of controls those mast cells from being produced too much. Uh, you also want to control these eosinophils, which is another type of um, allergic response that your body has when, it, when it, um, it's a response it has to allergens. Mm-hmm. So you can control it that way. Um, and those are the main things that you can do for yourself to try and um, control how much you get into your system. Now, if you get nosebleeds, which a lot of people have allergies, they get nosebleeds, something very simple you can do is just take a little swab, uh, like a Q-tip, put a little Vaseline on it, and coat the inside of your nose, and it will keep it from drying out. What I would suggest is if you're using one of the nasal sprays, and, you, and it doesn't dry you out. Now, some people have an opposite effect. It will actually dry out your nose. But if you're one of those people that doesn't dry out the nose, go ahead and spray your nose first. Wait about five minutes, and then put a little bit of the um, Vaseline on there. It traps it in, and it will hold the moisture in your nose, and you won't get the nosebleeds, and you won't have um, you know, that feeling where you need to pick your nose all the time because it itches so much. Mm. So, so you can do a little, you know, little Vaseline, a little petroleum jelly on that. Um, and it works. It works very nicely to uh, to lubricate the inside of the nose and keep the moisture in there. Now it's not all natural. It's, it's made out of petroleum jelly, right? Petroleum. Right. But it's one of those things that is is pretty benign. It's neutral to the body. It's not going to hurt you. Not everything that is a chemical out there is going to kill us, people. Right. Um, <laughs> some things have been around since you know before our time, and and they have been shown to be safe. Like petroleum liquor. jelly is one of that, right? Right. <laughs> Right, petroleum jelly is one of that. So you know, uh, people used to use it on their skin to to uh, moisturize all that kind of stuff. So don't be uh, too concerned about that. And um, let's see, is there anything else that you can do? Oh, you, you know, neti pots, um, washing your nose out, uh, especially before you go to bed at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've been outside and you've been, you know, with a lot of pollen and whatnot, you can go ahead and do a neti pot. Now, neti pot is um, it's just basically a little device that has water in it. You put, you sniff it up into your nose. You put a little bit of salt water in it. You got to be very careful. Probably no more than about an eighth of a teaspoon to a quarter teaspoon, and it depends on what kind of salt you have. Taste it, and you put it in a cup of water and you uh, warm water and you dissolve it, and then if it tastes too salty to your tongue. Do not put that up your nose. It, then it means it's too concentrated. It's just supposed to taste a little bit salty. Mm. You put that in your nose, and what it does is it pulls fluids. The salt pulls fluids out of things, right? That's what they used to do to um, to meats. They would hang them. They would salt them. It would pull the water out, and that's how you cured them. Okay. Well, it pulls the water into the nasal cavity, and then you may start getting a lot of mucus, and it pulls it out of the sinuses so that the sinuses don't fill up, and you don't get all that pressure in your sinuses. And, and you're able to uh, to sleep at night um, and, and that kind of thing. Then put a little bit of petroleum jelly in there so that your, your nostril stays kind of moist, and that will give you some relief. Okay, Doc, that, that was good. Thank you so very much. Well, thanks I'm for like, dropping yeah, we that need knowledge, that Doc. Thing. We, we heard the passion in there, man. We really appreciate that information, especially about the neti potty and giving you know, the, the science behind it. So thanks, man. You're right, welcome. Doc. You're welcome. Look forward to hearing from you next week. 
All right. You know, as usual, love you guys. Stay right, safe. Doc. And, uh, yeah, don't let these people get to you too much, you know, because we got to keep our heads together. <laughs> All right, Doc. Thanks, man. All right, Doc. All right. All right. All right. See you next week. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. All right, you all, people with allergies and sinuses, you heard from Dr. Alexander some great tips on what to do. Yeah. I believe we have Dr. Hines on the line. Doc, how you doing? Hello, hello. How are you all doing today? Hey, great. Doc, how you doing? doing well. Good, good, good. Glad to hear it. What's going on this week? Well, okay, we want to hear first of all what your show is like, and I can tell you what's going on this week. Lots and lots of more work. It's early in the week, and I hope we're having a better. Is it supposed to rain all week? The sun is out now, so I think we're good for now. Just enjoy I that. Hope so okay, don't be you ready? You be man. We just got the sun. Now you want to give it back, Doc? Tell us what about your show. <laughs> good night. Don't please don't don't promote that kind of thing, Doc. Don't do that. You don't understand what this is like on Thursdays. Please don't. Don't give him oh, nothing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Doc, how you doing? What's going on with you today? I'm good. I'm good. So today on Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa, we talked about occupational burnout. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. So, you know, a lot of people, you know, there was a um, Gallup poll that was done last year, and they surveyed about 7,500 employed people across all industries, and almost 80% of those people said that they had experienced some form of burnout, like to some extent, in the year prior to that. Okay. So, you know, that is that is an, a staggering number of people who are, you know, this is more than just being dissatisfied with your job, right? Mm-hmm. You know, this is when you really are having um, emotional difficulties with, uh, with your job, uh, excessive fatigue, uh, you know, you're not dis- you're deciding not to perform as well as as you might want to on your job. Um, you know, taking days off because you just have to, hating going to work and you know all of that. So you know, it's it's more than just having um, you know just having a bad day, right? It is every day is a bad day, which you know that stress spills over in terms of your work performance. It spills over into your life at home as well, and it's just really, really destructive. So we talked about what that was, how to recognize it, and some things that you can do um, to cope with that, to avoid it, um, and and to you know just to deal with that in general. Okay. Question question for you, Doc. Do you you yep. kind of answered it, but. Um, I was going to ask, do you think that a lot of that may have largely had a part in people working from home during the pandemic? So another survey, I'm glad you asked that question. So another survey of physicians actually showed that almost 49% um, of about 12,000 physicians surveyed said that they were feeling burnout before the pandemic even started. Wow. So they had gotten a heart, head start already. Okay. Gotcha. Right. And so, you know, so when you have stressful situations like a pandemic where you are working from home, um, you know, there's the the increased isolation of not being with coworkers that you enjoy. But then the upside of that is that you are not around environments that you don't enjoy, Um, you know, because one of the things that I found in my research was that the onus of identifying and mitigating burnout all set on the employee. Mm. There was there was nothing that addressed um, 
a toxic work environment that may be causing you to feel the way you feel. Mm. Um, you know, because most of us who have had a job and left the job, why did you leave that job? Um, it may have been that you wanted to get more money, so you got an advancement. Mm -hmm. But if you were unhappy on a job, most of the time you were unhappy with management in some way. Wow. Right? Okay. Yeah. So, you know, we know that most people, when they leave a job, they don't leave the job duties. They don't leave their coworkers. They leave bad bosses. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, there was nothing that I, that identified or laid a part of the responsibility for burnout at the employer's feet. And I, I kind of had some, I felt a kind of way <laughs> about that because it is not just on the employee. Sometimes you are in a toxic environment. That's right. And, you know, in these, you know, in the current economy, you can't just up and quit a job and just have another one. No, you can't. You know, not, that, not right that's now. not necessarily the case. Right. You know, and people, you know, financially cannot afford to not work. No. Especially when so many, you know, job, so many people looking for jobs right now. Exactly, exactly. So you have a lot of people who feel that they are stuck. And in a, and in a sense, they are. Right. Um, but there are things that you can do, you know, strategies that you, can, um, that you can implement to help mitigate the effects of burnout and maybe even avoid it all altogether. Um, so, of course... Um, you know, getting getting good sleep, that comes down to the core of so many things when we talk about our health, about how well we rest and how much sleep we get. Um, you know, that's one thing. Of course, diet and exercise always plays a part when you're able to just release that stress by exercise, you know, sweat it out, you know, right. take a boxing class and, you know, punch it out on, on, on a punching bag right. or, 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 you know, whatever exercise you do. Um, you know, pound it into the pavement if you are a runner. Um, also having a great support system. So, you know, like I mentioned earlier, how you have a work buddy um, or, you know, some people call them work husbands or work wives mm -hmm. that are very, very supportive. They provide a listening ear. They may even provide some solutions to you, you know, to how you, um, how you can go about, you know, solving problems that may be causing you severe forms of stress and burnout. Also, you can look at your resources at your job. So, um, you know, a lot of jobs offer the EAP or the Employee Assistance Program mm -hmm. where you can confidentially um, seek out help for any mental issues, financial issues. And, you know, even though uh, burnout is not classified as a mental disorder, it is something that you can seek, um, seek some help with through your EAP program if that is available at your job. Well, it, so let me. Well, two questions. Well, one question, one yep. statement. Uh, is it possible to have burnout even though you may work from home? Yes. Okay. Um, because you know, again, environment does play a part in it, but a lot of it. Because even if you work from home, you may still have a boss. You still have tasks that you have to complete. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, at a certain you know deadlines to meet, and so that can still be very, very stressful. Um, added into the fact that, you know, you may be working at home, your children may be schooling at home, and so there's the added stress of how do I get my work done and how do I keep these kids occupied and on task to do what they need to do to get their education. So you can see that the, the stress level just builds and builds and builds and builds, mm -hmm. even if you work from home, particularly in this environment. Now, if you work from home and everybody else leaves the house, that's a little bit different. Right. Um, but, you know, the added stress of having everybody in the house 
um, you know, definitely can can contribute to burnout. And, and you know, Doc, I think people think, uh, well, I, I can just dispel the rumor because <clears throat> at one point I probably thought this, just because you work for yourself and you work at home at your own leisure time or whatever it requires, you still can get burnout because you're trying to do everything plus some. You know, your schedule is not exactly. an adhered thing. So whatever happens at that moment, you have to be able to turn on a dime and fix it. So <clears throat> the burnout is real. And I can speak for that because I've actually done it. You run till you just can't run no more. And the next thing you know, you're sitting on the sofa, just you can't think. Your brain just shuts down and, exactly. you, and it goes to sleep. And, and imagine if that is every day of every week for a prolonged period of time. Right, right. Um, you know, and, and just pointing, going back to that physician study, um, because as I pointed out, you know, um, what, 49% of these physicians said that they had experienced symptoms of burnout before the pandemic. And... So these people are people that are considering leaving their profession to that, mm-hmm. you know, to that extreme, and they make good money. So, you know, a lot of the times when I'm talking with my colleagues, you know, we talk about how, you know, no one really has empathy for us or sympathy for us, I guess I should say, mm-hmm. because they think, oh, well, you make good money, so, you know, that's, so shut up and be happy about mm-hmm. it. Um, but, you know, the money isn't, you know, people are willing to leave medicine even though they make good money. Yeah. And, you know, and so that, so that tells you, too, about the seriousness of, of, you know, the experience of burnout, that you will leave a good-paying job because it's just too much. Yep. You know, Doc, I think money and uh, what I call sparkling things get us in trouble a lot of times with, uh, because we see the sparkling and we see the money, and then you think you're supposed to be subjected to staying in a particular situation just because of the money. Or you... Um, t- you make decisions based on the bright and glitzy of, of things and not to, not thinking about the um, risk or the burnout that comes with it, or it's not like you think it is, like being a doctor. Well, you know, well, honest, I think most doctors that got into medicine were, you know, and I'm speaking from my own page, mm-hmm. um, you know, very bright-eyed and optimistic about their job and about the, the ability to help people. Mm-hmm. And then you get into the reality of the practice of medicine, and particularly if you, well, I won't say even particularly, if you work for someone else, if you are an employed physician, or if you are a self-employed physician, two different levels of stress, two different realities mm-hmm. that both can lead to feeling of, why did I even do this in the first place? Right. And what else can I do? And, you know, and, and to exacerbate that, a lot of physicians, you know, it's not even about the glitzy, sparkly things. A lot of us still have tremendous student loans that we're paying. Yes. So, you know, you can't just quit being a doctor and go work at the mall and think that you're going to make your bill. <laughs> you right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. You know, because a lot of doctors have $200,000 of education debt. Right. And then you that's know what? not even talking about the debt of living, you know, that they have may have a mortgage and you may have a car note and insurance and you got to eat. And if you have kids, you got to do for them. So, you know, a lot of the times you may find yourself stuck in a situation because of the financial and not because you're being extravagant mm-hmm. or, or anything like that. But just to meet the basics, you got to stay in a job that you hate. And that's not just doctors. There are a lot of people that are, you know, working jobs that they hate. Uh, so you can ask yourself and ask your friends if you, so here's the question. If you won the lotto today, and I'm not talking about just a million dollars, but like let's say you won like Powerball or Mega Millions, so you're going to be a multiple millionaire, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Would, would you quit your job? No. 
Because I don't do what I do for the money. Likewise. <laughs> I wouldn't quit my job because I love what I do. See? And see, now that, that's, that's, a, that's the thing. Me, I am retired. As soon as that number hits, <laughs> I'm done. Wow. And I get it because, you know, we, we <laughs> underestimate. We, we don't think about the, what y'all, you know, what I, what I had to learn from my own personal physician is uh, I would always talk to him and stuff. And he'd start talking about the practice and the things of being a doctor. And he pointed out to me, it may look, though, he said, and we do make good money. But if you start mm-hmm. looking at all the things we have to be responsible for, he said, let me give you an example. I could be sued easily. I have to easily. carry a malpractice insurance that's higher than you would even imagine. Yep. So that's just even the though he may be ma- yeah, even though yeah. you may be making three or four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. But if you got a malpractice insurance that you have to carry just because you're a doctor, not to mention the other insurances and responsibilities you already have, mm-hmm. part of your most of your money is already gone. And the stress of the you fact that somebody might try to sue you because you gave them a well, diagnosis. And and there's there there is that stress, but then there's also you know when you mentioned three hundred four hundred thousand dollars, the average doctor doesn't make that. Nope, and that's what he says. Your yeah. average your average primary care doctor makes maybe a hundred fifty thousand, hundred seventy five thousand, yep. which you know is not you know don't get me wrong, that's that's still a good that's a good living. Right. But there are a lot of things that you can do and make six figures right. without without the stress and strain of what being a physician brings. Right, right. Um, You know, so if you're looking at it just purely from a dollars and cents kind of thing, you know, there are a lot of people that make $100,000 that don't have the level of of stress that a physician may carry. Right, right, right. So, yeah, so definitely, you know, if you do what you love and you would win the lotto and still come to work every day, I applaud those people who who would do that. I, I think that that's wonderful. I am not one of those people, but I, 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 I look at those people with, with great admiration. Yeah. <laughs> Doc, you said you out of there as soon as they say the winning number. <laughs> listen, listen. I, I am tell I will be retired, but you know I I put in twenty years, so I feel like okay, you, you know I can your, I can yeah. find something else to do, exactly. and that's Thank not you. to say that I wouldn't you know that I wouldn't do volunteer work. You know I'm not going to just become a complete beach bum, right? Um, but you know I would not feel compelled to get up and go to work every day. Yeah, understood. <laughs> you you do a lot, Doc, and we really appreciate you for that. So definitely, Doc, the care I, of others. I I appreciate you even sharing that with us. Thank you so very much. Thank we got Doctor. Sewell on the other line, tell us about the hundreds of thousands of dollars that she make. I can't wait till she get on the line. Oh, <laughs> you about business. to get it. You about to get it. I know. <laughs> All that woman business out on the air. It like is. Thousands, it is always a pleasure, guys. I'll All talk right, to doc. y'all next week. All right, Doc. Thanks, be doc. safe. Be blessed. Bye. All right, y'all. That was Dr. Hines talking about uh, living and having those jobs and what it's like. So we have Dr. Sewell on the line. Doc, how you doing? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Hey, You're doing doc. great. Doing great. So, uh, so what's going on? Yeah, so we're going to see what you what you got for us today. Okay. All right. I was just checking in. Just checking in with you, sir. Just checking in with you. Um, so one of the things that I wanted to talk about today is um, moving forward in the new normal. And I know everyone has kind of been talking about that, but not a lot of people. They haven't been talking about it or going in-depth mm-hmm. with it. And it's not so much that I want to go in-depth, but I need for people to understand or I would like for people to understand that just because people are getting vaccinations, it looks like we can see some light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean that we're out of the woods. 
And I think some people are kind of getting happy and they're like, okay, well, I can start traveling. I can walk around without my mask on. I can do this. I can do that. And, and it doesn't work like that. I'm not going to get into the medical part of it. Uh-huh. But for most of us, most of us need to realize that the new normal is just that. It's a new normal, which means it's something that we are going to have to become acclimated to. Mm-hmm. Most people do not jump into change well. Mm-hmm. They do not. Um, a lot of times we think we can deal with change very quickly and we can accept it quickly and then we'll get into the midst of it and it turns into, I may have, I may, I may have, you know, I may have made my move too, too soon, like B.B. King used to say, I may have made my move too soon. Right? <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> for those of you that are old enough to remember, you have parents that used to have fish fries on Friday. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, so with that, I just kind of wanted to talk about some of the things that we may have to look at because what, here, here's what I, another thing I need people to understand as I'm moving into these various areas, and I'm not going to talk about them, of course, for a long period of time or in depth. But we, we are experiencing or we experience basically a, a death. We experience the grieving period because life as, as we knew it changed, it, to a certain degree, it changed abruptly. One minute we were hearing about some things going on overseas. We didn't think it was going to happen here. Mm-hmm. The next thing you know, it was like, okay, well, it's up in New York. And then after that, it turned into, oh, my damn, they're getting ready to shut down the United States. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so it was just all of a sudden just boom, and it was not knowing what to expect. You had children at home. You have couples together who did not know that they had grown apart or they didn't like each other in the first place, and they had to be in the same home. Um, there was just a lot of different things. You have people losing, you have people losing their jobs all of a sudden, people who were doing well, and it came all of a sudden, and then you have people who are used to not being at home, not being in one place. So it's just a lot of different things, and then just the unknown. So here are some things to look at. Number one, if you experienced an actual physical death during COVID-19 from a friend or family member, and you did not get an opportunity to grieve them, realize that you may seem like you're okay with it now, and you may be, but there's still going to be some, some shock when things go back to normal because you know what may happen to some, not all. Of course, I'm, I'm generalizing. What may happen to some, not all, is that you get ready to, to, to not, you've probably already tried to pick the phone up and call the person a couple of times. That's mm-hmm. normal. Mm-hmm. But, you may, but if it was somebody that you had a tendency to drop by and visit on a regular basis, you know, as the sun comes out, you know, things are getting a little bit more, lenient or less restrictive, you're like, hey, let me stop by such and such's home or let me travel to go see mom or dad and you realize they're not there. Yep. Yeah. That's gonna throw that's gonna throw you back. So so we, we have to look at those things and I'll talk about how to do that in a moment. Another piece, if you were a person who um were diagnosed um with having COVID, not a person who was a not a person who was asymptomatic. Sometimes that's an issue but most of the people I know who were asymptomatic they kind of moved on. They, they quarantined, and they were like, okay, I'm in good shape. Let's move. Those who actually were symptomatic, and they got knocked on their butt for a while and some for an extended period of time, recognize that you're going to have some type of trauma there for the most, for, you know, temporarily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In terms of because people are get, getting more and more lax, like people get their shots, and they're like, I'm not, I'm not um, you know, I don't have to wear my mask. Or there are other people who are not wearing a mask because they feel like everybody else is getting vaccinated. As long as everybody else is getting vaccinated, why should I? So 
you have those individuals and understand that when the restaurants open back up 100%, all of those things open up, you're still going to be kind of squeamish because you're going to be like, you know what, I got sick. Mm-hmm. That's me. I, I, I got sick. And I, and I yeah. became sick over something that was new to us. Not I was sick with the flu for like a week. Something that we have become accustomed to and we know that more than likely, even though a lot of people die from it, but the average person is going to survive that. You were talking about something that you caught and you didn't know what was going to happen because mm-hmm. we didn't have a vaccination. We didn't have any type of, of quote-unquote cure, any type of serum. We had none of that. Right. And, and so as you start moving amongst people and around people and things begin to live, the restrictions begin to live, realize that you're going to have some type of hesitancy or some apprehension there. And, and, and that's normal. Understand that a lot of us who've been working from the home a lot and we've been able to go into work when we got ready to. We're working from the house, and we might go in once a week or once a month or something like that. There are some offices that are going to open up 100%. Right. Yeah. And so we're going to have to get acclimated to going back into the office and working whatever that normal work hour or those normal work hours were for us. And then there are other offices that are going to go to remote, which is going to cause some people to go crazy because they're just like, you know what, I function better at the job than at the home. Right. I have too many distractions. Mm-hmm. So we, so we have to look at that, and, and when I'm saying these, and I'm going to get to this other stuff in a minute, also understand as well, if you don't understand anything else, is that just in general going out to socialize, whether you were diagnosed or not, to think that we're going to be able to run back into the same places and everything is going to be the same, it is not. Nope. There are going to be some changes. There's going to be some new ways of doing things. And also know this, we've been working off of Zoom, phone calls, and everything else. So you know what? Some of us who felt like we knew how to socialize relatively well, it's going to be almost strange to us to deal with someone in person. Mm -hmm. It's going to be almost strange. It's going to feel odd. You know, and those are things we have to look at. So um, what I would say to all of this, and, and, and I know I'm running through it, what I would say to all of this, is sit down and think about some of the things that you've experienced mm-hmm. during this time period. What are some things that you see may be a challenge? And even if you don't see them as being a challenge, start thinking about this. You know what? I've been working from the home the whole time for, for like almost, almost a year. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go back into the office. How is that going to impact me? So maybe what I need to start doing is if they're opening the office up, maybe I need to start going in on a hybrid model, you know, is, let me go in twice a week so I can get acclimated to it before we have to start going back into the office full time. Let me start working towards that, or let me start looking at getting up and getting dressed. Even though I'm working from the home, let me start getting up at the same time I'm going to have to get up in order to get to the office on time. Let me start practicing that now. Let me start practicing my sleep schedule now so it just doesn't hit me all of a sudden. If I'm a person who's going to have to work from home and that's something that, that, that bothers me when my office has decided to do that, let me see if this is going to be the right job to, for, for me because, you know what, I'm finding that I may not be as productive in the summertime because the sun is coming out and I may want to go out and be cute. <laughs> it may be a distraction right. for me. Right. You, you know, and so let me see what I need to do here. Let me determine if this is not a job that, that I like. Let me see if this is something that, is getting ready to get real. Now I'm going to have to go back into the office or I'm going to have to stay at home, but I know this is going to be my job. They're not going to be as lenient. Maybe I need to start looking at something that I want to do and start working towards that, even if it's working for, you know, working for myself. 
mm-hmm. situation where not where where you had a death. Think about how you feel about that parent, um, family member, friend, all of those things like that. Think about what you did with that person, whether you missed that person. And it's okay to start looking at how, how am I going to start working around this because you may fall back into some of that grieving pattern, and that's mm-hmm. going to be normal. Yeah. That's going to be normal. That's okay. Uh, for people who have been, who tested positive for COVID, uh, especially if they were symptomatic and they had a rough time, um, one of the things you can do is start, if you were normally a social person, one of the things you can do is not to feel pressure to jump back out there because everybody else is doing You don't have to do jazz in the park every Sunday. Here they have something called jazz in the park. You don't have to do that every Sunday. Mm-hmm. If that's what you are used to doing, you know, maybe try to do one event and see how you feel or maybe just go out to the park into a larger park, like go out to Piedmont if you're in Atlanta and not when it's a festival going on, just go out there and just start. Move slowly. Mm-hmm. It's okay to move slowly. Don't jump out there like everybody else is trying to jump out there that's not it and the same thing with socializing start out some start out somewhere small even if you didn't test positive start out somewhere small because you know what what you may find is that you forgot how to really talk to people and especially (laughs) especially if you were a person whose children came back in the house and your and your conversation went from from speaking to adults eight to ten hours a day Mm -hmm. to dealing with small (laughs) dealing with small children you're like, um, I need to get up on the politics or something so I can have an adult conversation. <laughs> right. Just move it to jet so I can learn how to do that. That's okay. What I'm saying is the biggest issue, look at what the challenges, the concerns, what may differ. Look at all of those things and start setting small goals in terms of how you can move forward to try to move into the new normal. Just don't jump in with both feet in because you're going to be in for a culture shock. The majority will in terms of how you will react to it. You may send your body into a lot of stress or a lot of anxiety. Um, And the biggest thing is just take time during, just take time even during this period when we're moving into the new normal and just sit back, think about, meditate, uh, you know, uh, uh, decompress. Mm -hmm. If you have to do any type of deep breathing, do that. You can go back to exercising. It's starting to, you know, starting to get warm here. You know, the weather is fluctuating, but it's starting to get warmer. Um, you know, go back to whatever helps you to relax and start and start implementing that back into your schedule. Do not be feel pressure, bullied, or forced to just jump back into something. If you know it's occurring, take baby steps. All right, well, Doc. Thank you so very much. They they queuing us for the station break here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Doc, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Definitely, Doc. All appreciate right. that good information. All righty. Have a good one. Thank you. All right. Be safe. Be blessed. Bye. All right, y'all. That was Dr. Sewell giving us some tips on how to transition back into the workplace. Yes, you're saying you got to ease back into it, just like you do in the gym just or exercising and, or anything mm-hmm. else. Just you can't just jump back into it. No, nah, no, nah, I don't. Yep. You're setting people up for go in failure there, with just that. Just start cussing. Take a break. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. back. All right. <laughs> The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. This is fashion designer Edmund Newton. I'd like to tell you about InMass.com. 
Enmask.com is my only source for non-surgical cloth masks. I've teamed up with Enmask.com to create and design a collection of limited edition masks. These masks are washable, reusable, breathable, and most importantly, fashionable. Shop online now at Enmask.com. That's E-N-M-A-S-K-S.com for quality masks made in America. Hi, I'm Dr. Carissa Hines of Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa, and I'm here to help you make sense of medicine. Join me every Thursday at 11 a.m. for clear, informative conversations about health issues. Don't be intimidated by fancy medical speak. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. to learn what questions to ask your doctor about your medical conditions. Call me and let's talk about your health. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. on Real 1100 a.m. You can also call in at 404-603-8770 with your medical questions. All right, y'all. We're back here on Medical Updates here on the Old Fashioned Health Show with Alvin and Edmund. And uh, we just had all three of our doctors call in with some great information that we so, so very, so much needed. I, I, I like what Dr. Alexander talked talked about. Uh, you know, this is allergy season, so he gave some great tips. I hope that you wrote those down in case you missed it. You'll be able to go to Old Fashioned Health. I'm sorry, OFH Radio. And uh, listen to this again and uh, see what you, if you are dealing with allergies or any sort. He gave some great tips. Definitely. Dr. Dr. Hines came in and talked to talk to us about stress in the workplace. That, from a mental perspective. Uh, from a mental perspective. Yeah. That was really, really, really good. And then Dr. Sewell, of course, talked to us about how to transition back into the workplace. Also yeah. from a mental perspective. From a mental perspective. <laughs> and we, we need that because it's going to be shell shock when people get back and be like, I got to sit here for eight hours. I can't go in the house and take a nap. Okay. So you're speaking on adults who have yeah. been trained and conditioned prior to COVID. But think about the the, the kids. They so ready to go back. They ain't going to have no problem. Yeah, they're ready to go back. But having to sit in a classroom for, for that amount of time. I think like, they can do it. They you so think they can yeah, What I'm, make you think they can do it? Because I've been talking to like my kids at Chef Show. I'm trying to put together a show where the kids talk about being away from uh, the classroom. Okay. And every kid so far that I've kind of talked about being on the show, I'm so ready to go back to school. I don't want. I, I appreciate school now. You they know, really, they really appreciate school. They ain't got a problem sitting there. Yes, man. What do you need me to do? Okay. okay. So they, so they are not gonna be like nothing at all. Who's gonna be the problem? Is is the adults that had got used to working from home in their own control and not having the boss standing over them looking at them or not having to dress up to go to work on the on the Zoom calls. Right. I mean, they, they ain't got to. They, they ain't got to. They. they I mean, even the even just the, top half dressed. Even the financial piece of it, they don't have to worry about laundry and buying clothes and all those things because they got used to just just wearing what they wearing from work. And but now you got to at corporate. You know, we in corporate America, you put on a shirt, tie because part of it is required. Yeah. Go to work. You got to worry about gas, paying for gas. You, your lunch is cheaper because you're from home. I mean, your traffic. Commute. And for them to now get back out, it's a difference between wanting to get out at your own leisure when you get ready to hang out. Yeah. But when you got to get up in the morning. Hit 285, 75, 20, and go to work. Drive in traffic, sit in the office all day, talk to people around you. The first couple of days, it may be fun because you're going to talk about, okay, I missed everybody. But after about a week, you'll be like, you know what? Uh, I'm good with working back at home. Can, can I just go work from home? I, I didn't realize how good I had. But but even, even businesses are going to be like, I save money when people work from home. It doesn't require me to have this big old office space because everybody did what they needed to do. The company's still running. So why am I paying $3,000 for office space 
when I can see they can actually do it from home. And and that's what the doctors were actually <clears throat> speaking on. I mean, it's a change. Was it Dr. Hines or Dr. Suda spoke Dr. directly Hines. in regards to it's a new world. It's a mm-hmm. new element that we're well, in. Both of them, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's like. I like that idea because I was thinking about, so you know the Bank of America building, the Bank of America building on, on Peachtree Street, that mm-hmm. beautiful thing? Yeah. It's a lot of offices in that building, but I know people that worked in that building that are working from home now. Yeah, and I mean they cool because they like their job, but it's like their bosses. I was like, we don't need to pay ten thousand dollars for the square footage because uh, y'all been able to do what you need to do, and you did a great job. And by the way, we're gonna give you a raise because the money we spend in real estate, yeah, we cannot afford to give you money. We we'll have to buy all of, all of the things that keep the supplies and the, all that stuff. Because you, we, they give them everything they need at home. I have quite a few, and I have some friends who work for the IRS, right? Okay. They work from home now and don't have to go into the office and stuff like that because they can get everything they need done. Instead of getting a cubicle and all that kind of stuff and all the equipment and stuff, they give them everything they need. They work from home. So you're going to find a lot of office spaces that are going to be empty. Yeah, you know, but yeah. that ain't. I mean, I don't want. I, I I'm like that. I don't want to have to go to the office. I don't have to. I yeah. like what we do because we have a production studio, which exactly. is more fun and, and creative and artsy. But I feel sorry for my friends that have to go to work every. Uh, uh-uh, because I they, did that before. They mess around and give me one of those floors with all that glass. You can have it because that fits you. <laughs> That's not you ain't got to. No, no, work I, get, I I totally get what you're saying, but I'm just looking you can at get, it from they, a different they gonna perspective. Have spots they still gonna ask ask for. Uh, you think it's not going to be astronomical because they're going to need to fill them. It's going to be uh, an, it's going to be an overflow of office space available. But I think that in you know regards to what you're speaking on, as far as a lot of those larger companies, mm-hmm. you know, with that huge uh, workforce and employers, you know, are, are now finding ways to save money and letting people work from home. I think right. there are a lot of people who have gotten into their own businesses now, as well as entrepreneurs that were ready to make that step and that weren't able to because they couldn't. Have you know mm-hmm. the the high rise building. They wanted that. You know they wanted to grow and expand their business, but they weren't able to f- afford it. So now that may be like a change. You know, flip mode. Yep. As it, Buster it, Bust would say, flip mode. But, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I have my songs already. Do you, you, I see you sent Jerry some songs. I, I actually sent Jerry one song, but I pulled that track and told him, please don't play that at request of the actual artist herself, Miss Anita Baker is requesting that everyone please do not stream buy uh, anything her music because she's fighting for her contracts right now her after rights. 30 years all of, her music yeah her masters are uh, legally you know supposed to go to her from the record label after 30 years and she's outlived uh, that time of frame and I think she's having to fight you know legal wise to, to have those masters so she's requesting that you don't play her music um, so I respectfully stream. do that and I'll play my own at home but I must say this. Let me say this. And mm-hmm. um, it, you you know, I, I got Auntie Nita's back on that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, my thing is, prior to coming in here, I thought about, like, what is it that um, I really, really am looking forward to hopefully doing again? Or one of the things, you know, when we transition and come out of this whole COVID element, hopefully. Uh, and I realized live music. I mm-hmm. want to go somewhere and I want to see somebody perform or a band. I don't even know exactly who, what, or what, but I want to feel that energy directly, you know, being, you know, across from whomever's playing. And the, prior to COVID, the last concert that I attended was Anita Baker at the Fox Theater, which we've talked about oh, before. Really? Yeah, and that, I, bruh, I felt that. I listen, I normally like, you know, sit down and observe and do my thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was up with her, rocking. I'm, I, 
I that's see not your you, first, you see that's me. That's not your first. Anita Seeing Brown her perform live? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. I, I saw her. I energy. felt that energy coming through the, that all through the audience. Listen, you needed to. She was great then. I've seen her since she's aged. But, boy, Sweet Love, when she was even younger. Oh. See, my memories of that was record players. Like I said, I, I that was what my mom and dad was playing in the house. I didn't understand it then. I would hear it, and I really didn't, you know, necessarily care for it until much later in life when I heard a, uh, uh, I guess, I felt it a little different. You right. Know? Yeah. All right. So, um, I'm, I'm gonna play two of my songs. I just sent my final song, and, and I'll then, come up with something to, okay, to replace think, the song that yeah, I requested. Yeah, I just I just ticked over my other song uh, for the for that. So I so I now have a total of four songs. So we're gonna play two of mine now, and then hopefully you have something that's not. I got enough already on deck. All right, I'm ready. All cool. Right? We'll do what you do. All right, y'all. We'll be right back. This is Alvin and Edmund. Here's my next and my song. <laughs> Bye.
All right. Um, did you get the Did you get the vibe? I got the vibe. I got the vibe. I get it. I get that 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 uh to do You hear that? I'm trying to remember what 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 that. Yeah. that it almost kind of give you that that steppers that yeah it, R Kelly. Steppers. So it was it was somebody's it was somebody else's. Everybody uses everybody else's music in some some form. Even if it's just a little of yeah. a bridge or something. Yeah. But I can't remember. I I I got the song in my head, but I have to think about it. Look. I was telling somebody, so no, I'll, I'll tell them. So I was in the band, right? And I learned how to play. So I know how to play the piano, the trombone, saxophone, and tuba. What? Right? Yeah. But most people don't know. I know how to play the music. And then I learned how to write the music with the with all the notes. Wow. But that's how I had to, that's when, when I got ready to go, when I was in the band and got ready to go to college, you had to learn how to sight read, which they just give you a sheet of music and say, okay, play it. Like they did on, uh, what was that movie? I just watched it again the other day. Drumline. Drumline, yeah, mm -hmm. okay. And they and I remember we went, used to go to band competitions. Mm -hmm. 
And part of the competition was, you know, you they, you had your three songs you play, and then they give the band, everybody in the band, uh, they give the band a song to play, and it'd be music you had never seen before, and they give you your sheet, and, and you had like five minutes to look at it, and then get out there and play it, and that's how you determine whether that band was the better band or not. But you needed that's what that's the reason why I started learning music. So you saying at the end of the games and and, and no not no stuff? no I'm saying if okay. you when you go to uh, band competition band back com- in the day yeah oh back in the day <clears throat> see okay. like now I've been the, to the band yeah, the band competition they do now they're ready like it, yeah they they're ready yeah. already but when you in a competition so those are not com- <clears throat> those are not competitions that they have at the at the battle stadium. of the bands that's battle of the band but the competition where you get you rated and they used to judge you on the way you marched out okay uniform still your uniform. And then you had the, the song you played. They give you three different types of song, and then they mm-hmm. give you a piece to read, sight music. And that was most of the time our scariest moment. But if you, that's when they would teach you in band how to write music, what a triple E note was, what a second quarter, a quarter note, all that kind of stuff is the okay. reason why they taught us music. Okay. And they go out there and say, okay, here's your, here's your music. And we'd be like, oh, my God. Dude, they got all these triple E's. They got these 16 <laughs> notes in here. And so you got to remember what it means, right? The beat. The beat. Or, or the beat and exactly when to come in, when the, the wow. bass and the tre- And so because I could play <clears throat> bass and treble clef and piano, I could kind of, I knew what a quarter note <clears throat> versus a half note and what was on bass and what was on treble things but most people are like so you can you, you can play the piano i can but not well not like i used to i stopped playing oh yeah i hate to even tell the story i stopped playing piano stopped trying to learn how to play the piano because people would make fun of the fellas that you trying to learn how to play the piano why is that because they was ignorant and i was ignorant to listen to them so you didn't you didn't like uh, have an insight or understand it to, to explain to them like stevie wonder played the piano like i get what you're saying but now when i went to michigan for the summer to visit my other friends yeah it was a group of guys as a family. It was uh, a whole family, and they all knew how to, because they was in Michigan. And I used to go up there and play with them. We had some of us on the keyboard, some of us on the guitar and everything, and we had a whole little so you had band. A band going. Right. And so, you know, I could, and you just had all of them just playing whatever they, you know, whatever they was playing. Yeah. So uh, I, I thought Jerry was getting your attention. Yeah, it's time to go. Okay, you not, got a song? Not, not to wrap it up, but I'm just saying, I'm trying to get this man music out here, too. You got, oh, oh, oh. You know, oh, okay, let me see what kind of music you yeah, because I, I, I got one I need yeah. you to get to. All right, let's go ahead let's on here. Right, oh, he's going to play his song in, talk up all my time right, on right. my song. Let's do it. Drop it. Right. DJ, drop it. Mm, here we go. <laughs>
Um, that was yours? Yeah, that was uh, Karen White, Secret Rendezvous. Mm-hmm. I saw her in concert, too. Did you? Yep, I'm not your super one. Oh, oh. I, never, I can't even start talking about that concert. I saw her in concert, too. Okay, okay. Uh, she is amazing. And the first one was Surface Happy. That's when her and... Uh, um, um, Babyface? Oh, mm, the girl that played the, her, her husband's basketball player. Shantae Moore? No. Uh, mm. Jim, you want to oh, talk about... Oh, um, um, I know you talk Tamir. about... Tamir. Tamir. Oh, yeah. Because actually... When the two of them came out at the same time... Oh, my yeah. God, so good. Okay, now, let me just end on it, because I think we're getting ready to wrap us up Anita right got there. them together. Anita and um, Tamir and her husband. Well, go ahead. Oh. Yeah. Speaking of Anita. Yeah, that's the one. But I was talking about the other girl, too. The last song, but both of them. You can, can, you, can you split them both? On that paper I gave you, you can do it. You the DJ. Why you put him on the spot like this? He, he, <laughs> he can do it. He got it. He only he gave it. me one. The last one? Look at the paper. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. You got I'll try to split it. Split, you know, split. two minutes. Okay, split one, one minute, because this is both you love both of these girls. Go on and give them both of them. This right. is Alvin and Edmund on the real 1100. special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. We hope the information provided will help in every way possible. For more information, please visit oldfashionedhealth.com. Tune in at this time next week and stay safe.